1: Is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
0: Hello, Holly. Good day. Good day. Hi, Holly. Hi, happy hump day. Let's yes. get right into okay. the dirt this afternoon. Cheryl Underwood is sharing her thoughts about Sharon Osborne leaving Please, the talk. tell us. So this is on The World According to Cheryl. That's Cheryl Underwood's podcast. She says, quote, I still love the Osbournes from what I've known of them. And Cheryl Underwood goes on to say, quote, I don't know anything other than what I've experienced with them, and this thing that has happened is disappointing to me. Cheryl goes on to say, and maybe people don't want to hear me say, quote, I still love the Osbournes. I'm not saying I like being treated the way I was treated. Let me be clear. I'm very disappointed, and I'm just trying to navigate my feelings about that
2: because it was trauma.
1: Mm. And, and did she is this on the podcast where she said that... Um Sharon, Sharon has not reached out to her? He never That they didn't talk at all after that episode.
0: Yes, that's this podcast. That's where Cheryl mm-hmm. Underwood is saying that. Now, Sharon Osborne is countering Cheryl Underwood's claims by sharing a series of tweets that she alleged she sent to Cheryl Underwood uh, over the course of March 12th and March 18th.
1: I mean, you can't... That's, I'm going to call that an alleged text message that Sharon just happened to have all ready to go to fire off to the Daily Mail. I mean, she could have written them last week. Right. You know? Right, right. Or,
0: you know what? The text could have been sent... But Cheryl didn't respond back. Yeah. You know, there was no communication there between the two of them. She
1: just had her on read. Very
0: -hmm. very well could be the case. We don't know. So that's where that story stands this afternoon. Uh, Now we also have some hot gossip. Well, not even hot gossip. This is coming from the Hollywood Reporter. And they're talking about super producer Scott Rudin. He's being accused of horrific abuse by former employees.
1: He's a bully. Yeah, We've I know. Heard, We've heard
2: of him, but what is he? Is he a music producer? He,
1: well, Holly. I mean, he does every. I think he's like got an ego. He does have an ego.
2: Yeah
0: and he's been in the movie business for decades Mm. he has produced countless movies Broadway shows Uh, he is very prolific in the world of Hollywood but in this new Hollywood Reporter article uh, according to the report Rudin allegedly smashed an Apple computer monitor on an assistant's hand in 2012 yep after the employee failed to get Rudin a seat on a sold-out boxing fight now this assistant was left bleeding and was treated at the emergency room Uh, and then assistant now manager said we were all all shocked because we didn't know that sort of thing could happen in the office and then going on to say you know there were people whose hair was falling out they were developing ulcers that this environment that scott rudin was cultivating was very intense but the apple computer thing was a new level of unhinged didn't according though, to this person. i mean
1: didn't the like the wall street journal do a thing on on him where scott rudin by his own admission like or he would said like in five years he went through like a Hundred and twenty five assistants. Oh my! And the Wall Street Journal called him Zilla. and he's yes. he's he probably got away with this because he's been successful.
0: Yeah, you're you know you're right. <laughs> but, well, these kind of stories about Scott Root and this guy, this report was not necessarily surprising to read. Shocking. Yeah. In its detail, but yeah. surprising. No, now somebody who's coming out and speaking about this Hollywood Reporter cover story is producer Megan Ellison. She is the CEO of Annapurna Films, mm-hmm. and she said, "quote This piece barely scratches the surface of Scott Rudin's abusive, racist, and sexist behavior." She said, "Similar to Harvey Weinstein, too many are afraid to speak out." She said, "I support and applaud those who did." There's a good reason to be afraid because he's vindictive and has no qualms about lying.
1: Yeah, oh, he, yeah. he's he's a huge bully. He's a huge, huge bully, and I think uh, the Hollywood Reporter one time named him the most feared man in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's it's been known. Yeah, and he's just awful in every in his. The way he treats people and he gets away with it because he's been successful. And then when people leave, he goes, hey, I'm not going to give you a good uh, thing, a review, you know, or anything. And I can he could wreck your career if that's the path you were on being in the assistant learning the movie business.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, some of these assistants did say in that Hollywood Reporter story that, you know, we're not going to talk out of school because this person could ruin our career with just one phone call. Yeah, And then it will be done. So what are we going to do about this?
1: I wonder if he paid settlement money to people, if that was Mm. part of his pattern with, uh, because it isn't against the law to be a bully, but there had to be people maybe in the later years starting to tape them. Sure. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, and it would not be surprising to learn now have no idea if this is true or not. If there were non-disclosure agreements mm. signed by these employees, you know, that was a pattern that happened at the Weinstein right. company with Harvey Weinstein. Uh, just to put it in perspective about how. Powerful Scott Rudin is in the film industry. He produced No Country for Old Men, Lady Bird, Fences, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Clueless, The Social Network.
2: He's been around. He's
0: been around. He also produced shows on Broadway like To Kill a Mockingbird, The Book of Mormon, Hello Dolly. He's won 17 Tonys. Yeah. Yeah. His latest movie is going to be The Woman in the Window. That's coming out oh. on Netflix May fourteenth. Okay, like, that, that has, has been, been taking for so
2: long, like five or six years. Lori. I swear, development hack. No, that one has taken forever. Amy Adams is in that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. We had I remember, forget I don't we know. It was
1: five our... years. It's yeah. it but I think the movie was ready to be released. Just like in 2019, and then it got pushed back. And now but... it's
2: going, it's getting a Netflix wow. release versus a network, mm. you know? Yeah. Did you guys read the book by yes. AJN? Yeah. He, yes. We interviewed him. Was it good? It's yeah. amazing. Oh,
0: wonderful. Excellent. Okay. Well, I suppose then check out the movie The Woman in the Window on Netflix in May. Andy Cohen is going to be hosting Keeping Up with the Kardashians, The
1: Reunion on E. How about that? They've never done this, mm-hmm. but you know what? They got to like Andy. Um, because he did that. Um, he's doing this like four part show on reality on shows on E on E. But y- going yeah. back, like uh, yeah. the second episode, they did a deep dive in the real world about how MTV came up with it. And you know how they came up with it going to Spring Break in Daytona Beach in oh, eighty four and eighty five. And they would turn the cameras on the kids because they would do have all these concerts. So, Holly, that's when I worked. In Daytona, for I spring it a break, director. it was just so wild. Did you have one of those shredded uh, crop tops with the beads hanging? Yeah, down? oh, you know it, Holly, <laughs> you know it, headbands, everything. But they would turn the camera to the crowd, and they it struck a chord with the MTV audience, and they started doing more and more getting right. fans to participate because that's what the TV viewers wanted so it's kind of interesting so andy also talked to the kardashians about Mm -hmm. their role in reality so i think they were like oh you should do a reunion
2: i love that i love the reunion idea though yeah i really do i gotta be honest you
0: like that idea i do like it now this reunion is going to be airing after the series finale of keeping up with the kardashians on e so they're going to be able to comment on all 20 seasons oh that's
1: too much You know, but maybe they're going to give it two hours and give it a two hour
2: reunion.
1: There you go. It'll be an 18 hour of filming, and which facial chameleons will show up.
0: Yeah, which version of the Kardashians (laughs) will show up? I don't
1: know. That's why we're going to have to tune in to find out. Vintage was quite the scandal all right what's their scandal okay well i wanted to because as as we learned yet again this week that army hammer had lost yet another hollywood job and that the big movie death on the nile is on hold with all these people in it because army hammer in death on the Nile is playing like the killer oh so it. they're really in a pickle with this movie and how to promote it because uh He's he's the lead character, the deadly lead, Simon Doyle. Do you
2: think you just put it out there, Lori, and just let it go? They've
1: already put it off to January 2022. Wow. And it was supposed to. Wow. It's already, you know, like two years delayed. So I was just curious, because I know we alluded one time about that Army Hammer comes from a family with where the men in the family are quite... Uh, Wild, and there have been a lot of wild ag- accusations. In fact, they they have dubbed it uh, the Hammer's House of Horror. That there's so much history in the Hammer family. Okay, and Army, just to remind people, he was in the Social Network. He played the Winklevoss twins. Yeah, he did. And the Lone Ranger with Johnny yep. Depp, and he was in Call Me by Your Name. Where he was the twenty-four year old to the seventeen year old Timothy Chalamet. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. then he was in Rebecca, which was horrible. horrible. And he is six foot five, and yep. he is an heir to a multi-million dollar industrial fortune. And um, I mean, really, his life is in tatters as far professionally it really is. sensational allegations of rape and shocking claims that he has these very deep. Sexual fantasies that extend to non-consensual SM yep. and cannibalism. Because there could be consensual <laughs> SM. I don't know. I don't know that I believe in consensual cannibalism. So <laughs> Sorry, I think that's where I draw the line. Yeah. So um and anyway, so last month, you know, the he, anyway, now he's lost a play and he basically his agent left him and he has dismissed all the allegations and as vicious and spurious and that all of his sexual relationships have been completely consensual. So, um, so yeah, he doesn't have an agent. He lost the Jennifer Lopez movie that's being filmed right now. And he's been replaced by Downton Abbey's uh, guy, um, Dan Stevens in this uh, movie called Gaslight, which was going to be a drama about Watergate. So He, and like I said, 20th Century Fox, they don't know what to do with this death on the Nile. And now in a plot that's almost worthy of an Agatha Agatha Christie novel herself, it has emerged that his family is as lurid lurid as, uh, you know,
2: the the claims that are swirling around him.
1: Yes, No fewer than five generations of hammer men... Have been mired in scandal that includes debauchery, sexual perversion, drug abuse, corruption, and lethal violence. So, his Army Hammer's great grandfather was a friend of the Prince of Wales, an alleged Soviet spy. Okay. And um, how this all happened in 1919, the great great grandfather, Julius, he was a communist. And he emigrated from Russia and he got in trouble because he was a doctor and he performed an abortion on the wife of a Bolshevik diplomat. She died three days later. He was put in prison and um, and he served whatever time he served. And then he tried to immigrate to the UK and British intelligence wouldn't let him in because they thought he was a Soviet spy. Mm. Spying on England, and um, that his company was just a cover for moving Kremlin money to revolutionaries in the U.S. Right, who were trying to spread communism. Mm -hmm. And it's true that Armand Julius's son was chummy with the Soviet leaders, including Lenin. He went on to make a fortune doing business with the communist regime. Indeed. The name, the family name Armand in this family, um, it it was inspired by the arm and hammer symbol of the Socialist Labor Party of America.
2: Got it. Not, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, the baking soda. Right. Okay. And um, so this uh, Julius, he was basically a virtual spy for the Soviets. And Jay had Edgar Hoover. Insisted that they were a rotten bunch all the way to the core, but J. Edgar Hoover Hoover has a lot, you know, not too much. So Armand used his third wife's Francis money to buy this company called Occidental Petroleum, which then struck rich and became a multi-billion dollar enterprise and the world's largest independent oil company. So don't cry for him Here Argentina he there's lots of family money. Yeah. Okay, so Julius though his, his money, I mean he like uh I mean he hung out with Charles and and Princess Diana and he let people borrow his 727 to fly all over. He lived a huge life but um he was a lot of mistresses. In fact, one of his mistresses was in charge of his art collection and the wife found out about it and he had his wife or the mistress do plastic surgery to change her face mm-hmm. so that she could avoid detection by the wife. Like oh we gosh. can't know, you can't know Brazil, about this. Right? And um, anyway, he, he wanted to um, donate his art collection to an LA music, museum, but changed his mind when it refused his demand to remove the names of all the other benefactors and, and hang a life-size picture of he and his wife who put up with his flandering ways. Right. And he ended up dying at the age of 92, just a day before this huge party where he was going to celebrate his achievements, okay? okay. And Julian, um, he had two children, this Michael and Casey, and she's written this blistering book about him. And um, he gave all of his money, this Julian, who was the son of the first one I told you about. Julius Armand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He gave all of his money, all of it, $180 million, to his grandson, Michael, who's the father of Army. Got it. And um, and so Michael, after his dad or his grandfather left him all that money, he moved the family to the Cayman Islands. Got it. For tax yeah, purposes. Of course. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in uh, 2011, one of the family's art galleries was sued for selling a forge a forged Jackson Pollock painting okay. for 17 million, and the gallery was accused of selling 63 abstract impression expressionist fakes that were done by a little-known Chinese artist in Queens. So. The gallery settled the nine lawsuits. They somehow got out of the federal charges of fraud and racketeering because they said they weren't aware the paintings were forgeries. They lied. And um, his wife uh, divorced him. Army's mom divorced the dad in 2012 because apparently she couldn't take the cheating anymore. And um, he also had a sex throne at the California Army and Hammer Foundation in that he lived in for several years after the divorce and okay. it's what is a sex throne I'm you not guys there sure. yes. I just
2: I'm, I you should see the the, yeah. the map I'm making okay. Right now. Okay
1: it's a so this is Army's dad Yeah. okay lots of girlfriends had the mindset of like a teenager as far as sex like all is like just all this money so the he had this custom built chair emblazoned with the hammer coat of arms, and it had a hole in the seat underneath, which was a cage big enough to fit a person. And Michael called it his naughty chair. And a photo reportedly exists of him sitting on it while holding the head of a smiling blonde woman <laughs> crouched in the cage below. And a spokesperson for Michael Hammer did not deny that the throne exists. Exist. He said it was a gift sent by a friend. Wow. And um, anyway, so people just said they're not, people that have known the family said we're not at all surprised that all this stuff is going on because his whole f- life, his dad, his dad's dad, and the right. grandfather, then Army himself left school at 16 after he set up One of the buildings on fire at the school. Jeez, and um, you know, and then a year after he married Elizabeth, his wife, we met him on the red carpet. He had the marijuana thing, but that was it. But anyway, and and uh, Army, I guess, is you know like really kind of whining about that he it's been so hard for him to live with this big raunchy family, blah 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 and that you know the real injustice of his life of his life, life is that he's 6 foot 5 and he's so good looking and yeah, he's so many opportunities yeah. for sex it's not his fault. Well, So anyway, that is a that I don't is a, know that he's not going to have career extinction. This guy. Yeah. You know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what's right. going to happen uh as far as that, but there's a lot of stories uh coming out about the relatives. In the family, his dad and just a long history. Greasy. Yeah, yeah, I saw that picture yeah, too. He just mm-hmm. looks greasy. I mean, you know, and his mom divorced him. Yeah, uh, and they'd been married like uh, I don't know, over well over twenty years, right? So, anyway, I guess he just like always had girlfriends, and supposedly, you know, Army Hammer's wife. uh He he fled the Cayman in the middle of COVID to go back to L.A. He blamed some kind of a work thing. When no one was traveling, remember, he flew? Yes, he did, yeah. And then he sent the raunchy text to the wrong number and sent it to his wife. And that's how he ended up blowing up his marriage. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel a
2: little dirty. And if you (laughs) do Google sex throne.
1: Yeah, they're out um, there.
2: There are, but it takes you to Etsy. Etsy's got to run on some things.
1: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know, so consensual S&M, we're here for, we don't believe in consensual cannibalism. That's what we've learned out of vintage scandal. That was juicy. All right, we'll be right back. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but I spent the commercial break looking at uh, Sex Thrones on uh, Etsy. Did did you have a favorite, Julia?
2: (laughs) Some of them. Well there was one with the plastic container underneath it. Did you see that Oh, like the
1: toilet one? Yeah. yeah. And I the did. one thing I liked about that it was customizable yeah. so you could have it to order. I also liked that there was toilet paper next to it. You know that's so cleanly. Is that the word? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I know. Oh no, I think that is that was a wild story. I should have like it, it, had the Venn diagram with the I great grandfather. Look the at I have it. Julius nineteen nineteen to right. Armand and to and Armand Hamber and and symbol, the thing third Armand had Julius but he skipped Julian and gave all the money to the, the Michael. grandson Michael who's on Army's, Army's dad. dad. Yeah. All right, uh, no,
2: right. I we I all followed right. along, Lori. That right. was a that was a really I thought that was a good one. <sighs> yeah I
1: don't know. All right, That's other things enough. that are happening. Well, I want people to watch Angelina Jolie. That was my favorite trailer. Those That's who a wish good one. Dead, yep. Taylor Sheridan. Demi Moore posing for Vogue
2: Italia. Okay, Rocco, go look at this, because we're going to Hollywood speak okay. it right now. And if you guys want to look at it in the Lord Julia's show page at My Tech one zero seven
1: one. She did this
2: photo the she same posed,
1: day. The same week that she was in Paris posing. when Walking she, the red carpet. Yeah, when whatever she did to her face that... That we Madonna guessed. did mm-hmm. whatever it is. She's it made her wow, very bizarre.
2: But you can still see. So I've decided if you've done something funny to your face and you feel uncomfortable, but you have to do a photo shoot, just turn your head sideways. Yeah, she's pretending to read mm-hmm. a book. Pretending, just
1: some... turn your head. Just turn your face. Sideways. No, because she her <laughs> her jawline looks like uh, it well. I don't know. It almost looks
2: marionette. It that's the That was the thing. It felt like a, um, yeah, I don't know. Marionette face. This is why it's always good to have a little extra bulk on your face because you don't look so sunken.
1: Yeah. You know? Not a compliment. No, Not right. Not a compliment to be told you resemble a marionette. No. Has anyone told you that your face looks, <laughs> looks like, like a, a marionette? Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, those are exaggerated cheekbones and it's sunken in mouth it It is something <clears throat> something something um, okay, so, so we don't we 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 do think that was when that was filmed i totally Lori. and then lady gaga is oh. we we posted this it's it's a new campaign for dumb paramil- Perignon
2: rose rose, <clears throat> the two thousand and nine vintage.
1: And it's very I guess they think that people are ready to be dropping those kinds
2: of listen, money. Didn't you hear how many people are made the billionaires list the most in one year? Yeah. So many people got really rich last year or really not. Yeah. There was a big. The gap got bigger. Yeah. So, so if you were one of those that just one went of the over ninety
1: people that that owned, went over to
2: the billionaire side, yeah. call us. Yeah. Call us. Send us a. But send us is, a case of Dom Perignon rosé. This is the weirdest. Uh,
1: it's a weird yeah, ad. It's very beautiful. It's like
2: Chromatica. It's like taking that Chromatica
1: theme of her last album. It feels like champagne and shrooms. When I look well, at it. Is that it? Yeah. That sounds like a fun weekend. Doesn't it? Champagne and <laughs> shrooms. I mean, it's kind of that video when you look at it. It's, it's weird. So, it's almost like the weekend, you know, on Arty the Super fartsy. Bowl. Fartsy. Very artsy and then kind of uh, high fashion. It's I do like it. Gaga. Champagne and shrooms, people. Mm-hmm. Sign up. And then if you want to know where the hairless dog and a beer is, we posted a link um, for the for that beer and Julie's had one and a LaCroix. So I've had, a- I've,
2: I've, I've burped all day. <laughs> You've burped, <laughs> burped all, all day on the show. No, I like it. I like it a lot because it tastes like beer and yeah. it doesn't get you drunk and you don't have to worry about it. Right. All right, so I want you to know, I just want people to know this because I know a lot of people are traveling right now and getting back into the travel world and everything, but something that has been on the news that we haven't talked about is the rental car situation. And my friend's brother was just needing a rental car in Florida to drive from Naples to Tampa and couldn't find a car and had to take an Uber mm-hmm. it's a long drive yeah mm. they're having so what happened last year is when everyone stopped driving right everyone stopped traveling mm-hmm. um, there was they an abundance cars, of rental cars right?
1: they, turned they sold them to people yeah
2: so now that people are starting to travel again and a lot, They don't have the inventory, so you're seeing uh, cars have gone up in some. On average, thirty percent rental car rates, but in like Hawaii and in some parts of Florida, three hundred percent. Yeah. So if you are thinking of renting a car, you might just want to look at that.
1: Well, Florida has always been expensive. Florida's outrageous. Always. Everybody. Montana
2: in the winter. You know, Mm -hmm. there's some places where you just are
1: screwed. Yeah.
2: But if you are thinking about, you know, renting a car and maybe going on road
1: trips and stuff. Flying to Atlanta. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Pick up your rental car there.
2: (laughs) Or Kansas. Mm -hmm. And then just drive to whatever corner of the world that you want to get in. It's just a little heads up.
1: And um, also know that if you're going to Florida, this is for the newbies going to Florida, don't think you're flying into Orlando and you're just going to pop down to Miami. Because it's a... Wait. Although
2: I feel like I have driven over that state so many times—from Miami to Fort Myers to to from Myers to New Beach, Daytona, and from
1: there to yeah, Orlando, from Orlando to and, Tampa, Tampa it, to Naples—five hours. Some but of it's ships. doable. But Julia, mm-hmm. for people who go down for a week and they think they're going to bop all over the you state, can't, you you, can't. you're, you're going to be driving the whole time.
2: Okay, and a friend of mine just went to Key West and everyone's like, go to Key West, go to Key West. What was our experience with Key West? There's no public beaches. It's very hard. Key West is a place to either stay at a resort
1: mm-hmm. or have a rental home on the ocean. I you know where I'd like to stay. You've talked is, to us. Is but, La tell La us the place again. Yes. It's like right. $1,000 a night. It's where that uh, show Bloodlines was filmed. Bloodlines yes. was filmed. Is La And that's in the Keys, yeah. It's in the Keys. But the Keys Fancy. is
2: really not...
1: You're a right, place. it's not like a beach you with rolling You can't walk waves. the
2: beaches like Fort Myers Beach or Daytona Beach. It is a harder place... People always. I want to go to the Keys. Um, just do some research. Yep. Because I have a friend who just left. You know, went from Fort Myers to the Keys for a day, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, I'm glad we weren't staying there because you can't walk a beach. Right. The public access is so small and it's so touristy. Otherwise, yeah, it's, yeah. It's all or nothing there.
1: There you go. There you go. I'm scared everyone away from the keys, but I do say if you're one of the new but if billionaires, your you stay at La Mirada. Is, is La <laughs> resort,
2: and then uh, you know otherwise, send us a picture van life.
1: <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night. Job done. Off you go.